Hebrews 12, 1 through 3. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Talking about all those that have gone before us. They're up there in heaven watching the, us run our race. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin. Notice there's some things that aren't sin maybe, but they are weights. In other words, they'll slow you down. Lay it all aside. Lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us. One translation says, so easily wraps itself around us. And let us run. Run with patience. That means perseverance. The race that is set before us. Let us run with perseverance. The race set before us. There's a race set before us. Not just what we choose to do, but a plan that God has for our lives. Let us run with patience the race set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. I, I want to get in on that part tonight, t- today, yeah. not tonight, today. Yeah. The author and the finisher of our faith, yes. who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. In other words, he finished his race. He's up there at the right hand of the Father, making ever, living, ever liveth to make intercession for us. Yes. Hallelujah. And so look to him because he knows how to, right. he knows how to finish. Yes, amen. And so he can help you finish. Yes, yeah. amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. He got to the other side of all the opposition on this earth, uh, the persecution, the religious yeah. people, and got to yep. the other side of the crucifixion, yep. went through right. that, got to the other side of hell because he had to pay the price for our sin, went through that and was raised. And I'm telling you what, that's called, where he's at today is called getting to the other side. Yeah. He's at the other side. And there's a, there's a race for you to run and finish. Amen. And uh, God wants to get you to the other yes. side. Amen. And so he's saying, look to Jesus. He knows how to do it. Yes. He knows. And he's the author and the finisher of your faith. In other words, what he got you started in in faith, he'll get you across the finish line. One translation says source for author. And for finisher, another one says perfecter. In other words, he's the source and perfecter of our faith. He got us started in this. He got us started in trusting him. And uh, he's, if we'll follow him, listen to his spirit, his spirit will school us into greater and greater faith. He'll develop our faith. Faith to run our race. Faith to finish. You know, you need faith for healing, faith for a lot of things, but you need faith to finish. In other words, don't give up, don't quit. That's right. That's right. Richard Roberts is here. He said, I feel like sometimes I feel like quitting. Well, I thought to myself, I do too. But he nor I walk by feelings. Because sometimes, um, sometimes the feelings just say, I'll just give up. Just quit. But, but I, have to, I have to answer that. And if I look down inside, the, the, the author and the finisher of my faith is saying, if you quit now, you'll miss some of the best things I got for you. So he's there to encourage us. He's there to, uh, to uh, give us the right word at the right time to keep us going. Hallelujah. Anybody ever just been to that place you wanted to quit or felt like quitting, but you just decided to go to church or try to decide to turn on Pastor Nancy or decided something, you know what I'm talking about, uh, turn on Pastor or somebody that, that you're prompt and all they had the word, they had a word for you. And it, you started listening to it and wanted to quit. And by the time you were done, you're looking for the devil. Where are you at? Where are you at? Where are you at? Because <laughs> I ain't quitting now, praise God. That's the, that's the author and the finisher of your faith. Just giving you what you needed right at the time. Oh, he's so faithful to do that, isn't he? Back in March, the, uh, 
just you know, a month ago, well, you know, here now, it's March 27th, a little over a month ago, March 22nd, excuse me, um, the Lord spoke to me concerning some things, um, really concerning some things that in the ministry progressing and so forth. He said this to me, and I want to preach on it this morning. This has been on brew for about a month, five weeks or something like that, so you better watch out. It's going to come out with some punch. He said this to me about the way he was leading me. He said, I'm going to do things concerning this area of development in the ministry. I'm going to do things in such a way that I'm teaching you faith. While I'm, in other words, while I'm having you step into it, I'm teaching you faith. I, 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 uh, that's jumped on the inside of me and I grabbed my iPad. I knew there was more coming. And he started talking to me about this and talking to me about this. And that might not excite you right now because you're like, I don't, I, don't, I don't get it. But let me work with it a few minutes. Let the Holy Ghost get, start talking to us about this. Would that be all right? <clears throat> Um, God's, you know, he's talking to me about the way he's going to lead me concerning making, you know, stepping into this part of the plan of God for our lives was going to be done in such a way that he teaches me faith. Well, um, <laughs> I thought about what, bro, what he said to Brother Hagin. He said, go teach my people faith. He said, I've taught you, Jesus said, said this to him. I taught you faith through, through my word and through certain experiences I've allowed you to go through. Now, uh, go teach my people what I've taught you. <clears throat> so, so he was, Jesus was the author and finisher of Brother Hagin's faith. He was teaching him faith through the word and through certain ways he would lead him. That would bring him to certain uh, certain places in life yes. that he would have to use his faith. And he was learning faith yes. by not only just the word, yes. but by experiences. Yes. Come on. I'm not talking about what the devil's right. throwing at you. No, <laughs> yeah, you can learn faith by what yeah. the devil throws at yeah. you. But God doesn't lead you into, he doesn't, in other words, the devil is not the author and finisher of you. He's trying to destroy your faith. That's what right. he's but Jesus is the author and fellow. He's the developer of it. If you're following him, he'll develop your faith into a greater and greater faith. And you won't come to the end of your, the end of your life with the same faith wrapped in a napkin that you got whenever you were born again. You'll come to the end of your life with a developed faith because you followed the author and the finisher of it. And he rounded it out, filled it in, leveled it up, strengthened it, developed it. And you come to the end of your life with a full, robust faith, fulfilled, having fulfilled all the plan of God. No part undone, no lacking, no, no, no coming behind in anything, but finish the whole thing. So you can cross over to the other side and he'll hear, well done, well done, well done. Not well, you're here. <laughs> No, you're done. You did it. You finished it. Praise the Lord. So I'm going to preach this today, whether you're happy or not. Praise God. Now, so he said he's going to lead me in certain. Let me just work with this for a while because the Lord really talked to me and he's been talking to me. Well, not the last couple of weeks, but he talked to me for about two weeks. And every now and then, he just talked to me more about it. Talk to me more about it. So I'm going to share with you what he shared with me. Amen. So really, he's talking to me about the way he's going to lead me. And, and uh, to be honest with you, if you think about the way he's talking about, the, the way he's saying this, he's saying there are different routes that I could lead you to get into the same thing, right. to finish right. the course. Yeah. 
But he said, I'm going to lead you. I'm going to direct you in the way that will best develop your faith. Now that tells me that what's important to me in the situation might not be what's important to him. To him, it's important that not only important that I arrive at the destination he planned for me, but it's important that when I arrive, I arrive with a fully developed faith to be able to stay there whenever I get there. In other words, to succeed when I get there. Amen. And so you think about that statement. He's saying there's different routes that I could take you to arrive at the overall goal. Amen. The fulfilling of his plan. There's different ways he could take us. How many of you know you could come to church, but you could take different routes to get to church? Right? You ever, you ever decide I'm just going to go a different way today and just see some different scenery? Yeah. That, and that, and that's the way God, God can take you different routes. And sometimes the route he takes us would not be the one that our flesh chose. Because that one would have been the easiest on our flesh. But it might not have developed our faith like it should have. Or, or like we're going to really need when we get there. Isn't that right? And so uh, when it comes to the, the way he leads or the way we follow him, don't look at what's most convenient All right. All right. or don't yeah. look for what is the easiest. Yes. Look for the way he's directing you yes. because he is taking into consideration things that you might not be thinking about yeah. or that to you might not be front of mind. All right. Right. Good. Yeah. That's good. So it'll, it'll, it's going to... Uh, be important that you follow the Spirit in the way you go, in the way you take steps. Because it's a little like a scavenger hunt. <clears throat> you got to go over here to pick up what you need to find out what you need to get, to get over here. Anybody ever been on a scavenger hunt? If you've been on a scavenger hunt, you know you go over here and, you, and then, you get a, then you find this little thing and you get a clue and then you find out where you go next and so forth. And, you're, and then finally you get to the... The, the goal, the place where you pick up whatever the treasure was. So that's the way God is. There'll be times that there'll be leadings that are there for no other reason. And I'm talking some, to somebody by the Spirit this morning. There's times he'll lead you to go to certain things, to get into certain things for no other reason other than he's developing your faith. And he'll use natural things to develop you for something later that's not necessarily natural, but you needed the faith you got by developing it on natural things. That's why people have struggled with you. Well, well you believe in God for this, believe in God for that, or you believe in God for something, and that's just all natural. That's not important to God. Faith is important to God, and he's developing it on those natural things. Amen. And so uh, there are different routes you could take, but uh, when it comes to... Like, for example, I don't know if you've ever thought about the centurion. He said, my servant get, uh, lies at home at the point of death. Um, uh, you remember that? And he said, uh, you know, he sent servants to have Jesus come. Remember that? And uh, whenever he found out Jesus was coming, he said, trouble not the master. Just tell him, speak the word only. My servant will be healed. Jesus was offering to come. The, the centurion said, you don't need to come, just send your word. Yes. Yes. 
Jesus was offering him his presence. Yes. He said, that's fine. I, I appreciate that. But oh, I need your word. Amen. God really was giving him a choice of his presence. But he said, I'll just take your word. Amen. That's an interesting thought if you think about that. What did he choose? He, cho he chose what was best for his faith. No wonder Jesus said, I've not found faith like this in all of Israel. Jesus liked that. I said, Jesus liked that. Jesus liked that. That pleased him. I said, that pleased him. He liked that. I got to get that across to you. He liked that he offered him his presence, but the man said, the word is all I need. He was honored by the fact that he was offering to come, but he chose what was best for his faith. Amen. That pleased him so much that Jesus pointed out, this is, I haven't found faith like this anywhere. Whew, my, my, my. Jesus, how many of you don't, want, don't care what people think, but if Jesus is impressed... Amen. Amen. And so whenever some of these, some of these uh, directions are being taken, yes. know that if God gives you a choice, uh -huh. that you can please him by doing what's best for your faith. Yes. 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 Praise God. Yes. I'm going to work with this a yeah. while. Yeah. Come on. It's faith that pleases him. Yes. Say it out loud. It's faith that pleases him. Pleases. Not what's easiest on the flesh. Amen. Amen. Not what's the most convenient for your bank balance. That's right. He's not as focused on your bank balance as he is what's best for your faith. Now, I'm going to have to get into this and explain that because, because there's people that don't know quite what that means. But um, so uh, Jesus was impressed with the centurion so much so that he said, I haven't found such great faith. And so the reason the Lord wants what's best for your faith and wants to do what's best for your faith is because he has so much more he wants to do for you. Yes, yes, yes. And that's why he wants to develop your faith. Yes, amen, amen, amen. Um, so get to the place in your life where all you, where, where it's, the word is enough. Yes. I said get to the place in your life that the word is enough. Not preaching against laying on of hands. Not preaching against Holy Ghost meetings where we feel the power of God. Amen. Just get to the place that if you don't have that, the word is enough. And you're settled. Just, just because God's word says, by his stripes I'm healed. You're not settled because the doctor said, well, we did the test and it's not cancer. And people go, ah, praise God. I'm so relieved. Well, if you have the word was enough, you would be relieved just because God said, by his stripes I'm healed. So relieved. Amen. Don't tolerate a faith that limits really the a God in your life. And the faith that just the word is just enough is a faith that takes the limits off of God. Amen. You can do that. You can you can develop in faith slow, or you can develop in faith quickly. People that always are interest, most interested in what's the easiest on their flesh. Uh -huh. yeah. This would be the easy way out. Yeah, come on. 
rather than really digging their no putting their nose in the carpet and seeking God and getting an answer and standing on it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Amen. Amen. That that takes them a long time to develop in faith. Yes. So praise the Lord. Still glad you came this morning. So really, he's talking about leading us, and his purposes are not just what we can see. His purposes are to develop us. He wants us to arrive at our destination, but he's not just developing his plan. He's developing his man. He's got to develop the man so that the plan can be secure once the man arrives. Because a man can, um, you can get into things before you're ready because your faith isn't intact and lose it all. That's true about prosperity. You can get into abundance and you weren't ready in faith because you're looking to the money and God is not your source. Now the money's your source. Develop God as your source right now before you see the money so that neither lack nor abundance moves you. You make decisions by how he leads you. People that don't follow the spirit and they follow money, they're not ready for abundance. They're not ready for abundance. Amen. So you're not moved by money. You're not moved by abundance of it or lack of it. You're not moved by God says that's yours and you say that's too expensive. Come on. Come on. Come on. The only thing that moves you is what he said and how he led you. Amen. And so don't, you're not moved by what's important to your flesh. You're not moved by what's most convenient. You're not moved by what's the least expensive. You're not moved by other natural considerations because faith is what you will need for the road ahead. And God's doing things in such a way. He's not just getting you there, getting to where he's planned for you to be. He's getting you there developed. He's getting you there with, uh, uh, you know, your, your spirit is formed right. Your faith is formed right. To when you get there, you can stay there and succeed there. Amen. And so the, the route he takes to him, the route he takes you there is just as important as you getting there. Yes, yes, yes. Amen. Amen. He's interested in developing your faith. Praise the Lord. The condition of your faith is important. Now, a lot of Christians don't, they don't consider that when they consider where they go to church. They consider who has the best light show during the praise and worship service. Now, I'm not trying to be mean on anybody. We, 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 we want to help people. We're not trying to turn anybody off. But we are trying to just tell the truth in love. Um, you know, have them go to church and have them turn on that light show whenever you have cancer. Amen. I'm not, I'm not against, you know, whatever people do. I'm just simply saying, if you have that, at least have the anointing. At least have the message that sets people free and keeps them free whenever the devil, whenever the... The, the evil day, like Ephesians 6 says. Amen. And so, uh, praise the Lord. It's not about where your friends go to church. It's about where will I best develop in faith. Absolutely. How you develop in faith is huge to whether you're going to finish your course. The Bible said he's the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. He said, let us run the race. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. In other words, it's going to take faith to finish this race. Yes, sir. Amen. 
Can you see that? So he's going to say he's going to do what's best for our faith so we can finish our race. And he also has many good things he wants to do for us. And he wants us to receive that. Amen. And so the route, you, the development of your faith determines whether you'll succeed when you get there to where, wherever God's leading you. Praise God. And so uh, he's, in other words, the route affects my faith, and that's a big thing in his consideration of how he leads me. Yes. Now, you can look at that a couple of different ways. Go over to a passage over in uh, the book of Exodus that the Lord showed me uh, that while I was meditating on this, I had never seen this. In fact, I can't tell you that I've ever heard anybody preach on this verse. On. Exodus 13, verses 17 through 18. <clears throat> Exodus 13, 17 through 18. It says, it came to pass when Pharaoh had let the people go, this is the children of Israel, that God led them not, underline led them not. Pay attention to how he doesn't lead you as much as how he does lead you. He led them not through the way of the land of the Philistines, although that was near. Now listen, the Amplified says nearer, nearer, in other words, closer. In other words, this was a quicker route. He led them not by the way of the Philistines, although that was nearer or that was an easier way to get there or a quicker way or yeah. it, was, it was more direct, you might yeah. say, yeah. more direct way. Yeah. Wow. He led them not that way that they could have gotten there more directly. For God said, look, look at this, lest peradventure the people repent when they see war and, thy, and, and they return to Egypt. But God led the people about. That means around. He took them around. It wasn't the most direct route. He led them about through the way of the wilderness of the Red Sea. And the children of Israel went up harnessed. The Amplified says marshaled in ranks. That's what that means. Out of the land of Egypt. So I want you to notice God out of consideration for their faith. Think about it. Think about it. Pay close attention to what he said. Out of consideration for their faith. He said, I'm not going to take them by the way of the Philistines because... They, they encounter war and, and they get discouraged. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically what he's saying. Then they repent and they go back to Egypt. They're like, we didn't sign up for all this. It's just better for us to go back. And they, and they decide, they change their mind to repent means yeah. to turn and go a different yes. direction. Yes. I mean, they're all in faith going to the promised land and they encounter a little bit of hardship. The devil stood up and said, boo, and they stick their thumb in their mouth. We're going back to Egypt because they weren't developed enough in faith to encounter that. So God said, I'm going to consider that in how I lead them and I'm leading them around certain things. Pay attention to how he's leading you. I didn't say question it argue with it. I said, pay attention to it. Amen. Learn from it because he's endeavoring to uh, not only listen to this. He's not only doing what's best for your faith in the sense that he's protecting you from things that you aren't ready for yet. Did you know he is? But he is also uh, he, there's two sides to this. Whenever he said to me, I'm doing things in such a way, leading you in such a way that I teach you faith. He's, he's, there's two sides to that. There's some things like you can see from this passage that he's going to lead you to go around and you don't know why. Because you, you wouldn't be ready for handling that. Absolutely. So he'll lead you around it. And you'll be there like, what on earth is, what's, what's happening? What's going on? Trusting. Just trusting. Just trusting. 
I said, just trust it. So that's one side of it. The other side of it, he's going to lead you in a way that you're always stretching your faith. He's not going to let your faith get flabby. He's always going to be prompting you, okay, take this step. Because he knows where you're at in faith. And he's going to stretch you, not beyond your measure, but to, the, to your measure. To your measure. To your measure. So that your measure can keep on reaching and grab and taking more and taking more and taking more. And eventually you're taking more and more and more and more. It's like the, the, the lion and the bear before Goliath kind of thing. David didn't, God didn't just throw David in front of Goliath. He taught him faith on the lion and on the bear. And you ought to believe God for a pair of socks before you believe God for a house. Amen. Praise God. He's leading you. Now you're starting to understand what I'm talking about. He's, so pay attention to how he's leading you. Amen. So he didn't lead them directly where they were going. He led them around something they weren't ready for. And he told them why. <laughs> Amen. Is keep them from getting discouraged. You know, you keep trying to take off bites bigger than what you're ready for. And you're going to damage your faith. And God really won't lead you into things that damage your faith. That's a big consideration in how he leads you. I remember years ago. The Lord said to me, I was, uh, we, my wife and I had just gotten a new apartment, and when we got married, we, uh, we both brought what we had, yeah. you know, our furniture. So I, I, my, I brought an army cot. That was my bed, a single army cot. Wow. Well, that ain't going to work. Well, no, probably not. And so she brought her bed, but her bed was, <clears throat> the mattress was like this. And so all night we're trying, we're, we're holding on to the edge of the bed to keep from rolling in. <laughs> <laughs> we actually eventually put, uh, you know, the, the, some t- my, for, my, for our wedding anniversary, I mean, for our wedding, my parents gave me a, a kitchen table that was expandable and you could put boards in there. And we got a bright idea, put those boards underneath that mattress and so, so it'll flatten that mattress out. So we, anyway, so we, we just, it worked. Yeah, it worked. Helps the love walk, praise the Lord. <laughs> so we... Uh, you know, my, you know, in the process of time, I mean, dear God, we need new furniture. It's embarrassing even to have anybody come over to the house. So we started believing God for furniture. We went down to the uh, furniture. the furniture that you got at a thrift store. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so we went down to a furniture store. We were looking. We, we picked out, uh, you know, things we would need, bed and different things. And, and I forget what it came to, $2,500 or something like that. And so I, I said, thank you, sir, for writing that up. We'll go home and we'll, we'll, we'll get back with you. We're going to go home and pray about this. So we're praying. I'm praying. Um, I, I suppose she's praying. I didn't talk to her much about it. But I'm praying. I said, uh, now, Lord, what do you want us to do? I said, you know, do you want us to believe God for the cash? Or do you want us to take out this loan for 70 million easy payments? You know, 21% interest probably. I didn't want to do that. Didn't want to do the interest thing. And so I said, where, I said uh, what do you want us to do? No answer the next day. Lord, what do you want us to do? We could do this but, or, or we could pay cash yeah, as, if, as if there was any cash around to pay. There wasn't any. <clears throat> um, I mean, if money was raining, there wasn't a cloud in the sky, really. 
So I said, Lord, the second day, Lord, what do you want? The third day, I said, Lord, what do you want us to do? You know, pay cash and take out these, these loans they're offering us. And there's just no answer. And finally, I said, well, I got to get this conversation started some way. He's not talking. I said, okay, Lord, you're not talking to me. In other words, I got to approach this differently. Like, you're not talking. I said, Lord, you're, you're not talking to me. I said, uh, why aren't you talking to me? He said, you're trying to get me to make a decision that only you can make. He said, where's your faith? In other words, where are you at in faith? I said, oh, I know where I'm at in faith. I'm, I don't have the faith for at that, that time, yeah. $2,500. You may as well be, believe God for the moon. Yeah. <laughs> at that time, $2,500 was yeah, a whole lot of money. Yeah. Things have changed. But. Yeah. So I said, I know where, and he said, well, then just do where you're at in faith. I said, I know exactly where I am in faith. We'll believe God, and then we'll start paying extra on it and believe God for extra on the payment. Somebody said, no, we're not supposed to be in debt at all. Well, that's the best God has for you, absolutely. But it's not according to what God can do. It's according to where you are in faith. So I knew where we both knew where we were. And so we took out the loan. I think it was 21%. It's terrible when you think about it. I mean, I mean as far as the, the money you're losing. But we started believing God to pay extra. We started paying. I think yeah. the payment was whatever, $50 or whatever it was. We started paying 75 and, you know, got up to 100 and 150 And we started, and it got bigger and bigger. Boom, knocked that thing off. Somebody said that wasn't God's best. But we developed our faith doing that. I came out of the other side of that knowing that God will meet me if I start believing to pay extra on things. Hallelujah. Does that make any sense to you? So, um, you know, you, you, uh, you got a ladder set up. Let's say we got one of those big, we got one of those big ladders we use to change these light bulbs and stuff. It's what, how tall is that? 10 feet or more, 12 feet, 14 feet. Anyway, somebody knows that. I don't know, but it's, it's tall. It gets up there. You know, if you wanted to get to the top of that ladder, uh, you can take the steps, right? Or you could run, you could step back and, and take a running leap and hurt yourself. And we'll call the ambulance. Right? Same thing's true in faith. People want to take a running leap. They want to back up and they say, well, look at, look at where pastor's at or look at where so-and-so's at. I'm going to, I'm going to operate on that level. Not today, honey. Not today. They've developed that faith for probably 20, 30 years. Well, what am I going to do? You're going to do what they did. You're going to walk up to that and stay, take a step. Take a step and then take another step. Praise God. Praise God. I mean, it can look like it's impossible to, to walk in certain places, but you start taking steps, you can get there. Praise the Lord. David took steps. The lion, the bear, Goliath, and then the whole kingdom. Hallelujah. That's the way you need to, and so, you know, don't, uh, don't, well, the doctor said this and the doctor said that, and I'm going to believe God not to have an operation. Well, if he ever believed God for the sniffles and actually succeeded. No, never have. Well, I'd start out on the sniffles. Amen. Now, if God tells you something else, I'm just, you got to follow him, but I'm just simply saying, a lot of people aren't living in reality. They're not sober about where they are in faith. Remember that verse over there in yeah. Romans? Yeah. Talks about being sober, yes. knowing your measure of faith. Yes. Yes. Be sober about it. Sober. Yep. Praise God. 
And uh, so you can take steps and get there. Don't, it won't take that long if you're just obedient to take steps. So if, uh, if, if he's not leading you into something, just, just know that you can start taking steps. Did you get anything out of that in Exodus? Isn't that good? So um, don't, don't let somebody tell you, well, if you really had faith, you wouldn't have an operation. Well, if that's where they are, fine. But I can't operate on their faith. I have to operate on my faith. You understand what I'm talking about? You can't put what, what, how God leads other people off on anybody else or how God leads you off on anybody else because God's dealing with you according to your faith. He's dealing with them according to their faith. You know why? Because he wants all of us to succeed. Amen. Amen. People talk about faith failures. Faith never fails, but you can fail to use it and do it because you don't know how you do it, don't know how to do it, especially when the devil's breathing the hot breath of unbelief down your neck. And you're not used to standing against that, and you don't know how to stand against that. Well, it might be beyond your measure of faith. Go get it cut out and live another day to serve Jesus. Come on. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. Yes. Some of you are looking at me real funny this morning. No, it's good. It's good. Do what's best for your faith. You get a little, you, 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 you use your faith on that level and, and believe God to recover quickly. I heard somebody just say the other day, somebody said, the, the doctor said, it's amazing that you're even up and walking. Yeah. Well, they're getting a hold of that. Amen. 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 They got a hold of something. Yes. Amen. So um, praise the Lord. So don't lay, don't lay your faith off on somebody else or expect somebody else. If you really had faith, you'd be walking where I am. No, it's a matter of you, everybody's developing to the, to the, you know, at the level and at the speed which they can handle. Amen. That just makes us all just support one another wherever, wherever we can. Just hook up with people where they're at. Don't try to get them to where you're at. Hook up with them where they're at. I know Brother, Moore, Brother Keith Moore one time said that there was a lady, he went to the hospital to visit her. She was, the doctor said she had to have her operation. And he said, what can you believe God for? And he said, well, she, she said, well, I've been getting worse every day. Yeah. And she said, okay. Uh, 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 he said, Would you, can you believe God that you stop getting worse every day? Yeah. Yeah. He, her eyes lit up. She said, yeah, I can believe God for that. They laid hold of that, yes. came back the next day. She said, the doctor said, I'm no worse. And so they just took another step. Can you believe God that tomorrow you get just a little bit better? Yeah, I can believe that. So she, and tomorrow they believe God she got a little bit better. How about the next day? Let's believe God you get a little bit better. And she just kept taking steps and got completely out of the hospital, completely healed. Well, I, I want it all right now. I'm blessed going to take it all right now. Well, if you got the faith to take it all right now, take it. But, but so, listen, that, what, what she did was believe God in steps. That sure beats dying. Sure beats dying. God's pleased with faith no matter what level you're operating on. If you're walking within the measure that you have and you're believing God, then don't let other people condemn you for where you're at. Amen. I've had people say, well, God dealt with me not to buy a car with, with uh, payments. And so I believe God for some money and bought an old jalopy. And they felt bad about driving it to church. I said, nobody else in the church got one paid for. Maybe there's some, but you know what I'm talking about? I said, you just hold your head up high. You did what God told you to do and he dealt with you to do it cash. You did it cash. Wasn't the prettiest car in the lot, but it sure beats paying, paying payments. Exactly. 
See, we get our human thinking exactly. all mixed up with stuff. Yes, what yes. did God say? Just do what, what he said. God Praise so God. So, um, uh, all right. So let's just keep on going here. Um, so, like I said, with God, it's, it's important not only that he gets you where you're going, but that you develop for when you get there, you're ready. You're, you're developed for it. If that's the case, if that's the way God's dealing with you, then make sure you're not only interested in the arrival, but enjoying the journey yeah. and enjoying the steps that he's leading you to take. Amen. 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 If, if it's not, well, I wanted to be there by the end of the year, but he led me. Here's one. Are you okay with, I just work with this a little bit. I'm believing God to be out of debt by the end of the year. Well, first of all, you got to be careful about putting timelines on things. You really got to be careful about that. But second of all, you can be believing God to be paying something off. And right in the middle of paying, you believe God to pay something off. He did, and you got maybe a lump of cash came in and he told you to give all that to somebody else. Yeah. 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 Come on. Yeah. You say, well, no, bless God. I'm, I'm, no, I'm believing God for yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah, but he's teaching you faith. Yes. Yes. Lisa Egan had this happen to her a while back. Yeah. Uh, what was it? The big offering. God dealt with you to give $1,000 or something like that. And that was, that was like probably she'd been using that for something else. But somebody turned around and gave her $5,000. She learned faith. I said she learned to release her. So release it in a seed. See, to us, what's most important is the money. To God, what's most important is our faith. He wants us to trust him. Make him our source. Not our money. Come on. Amen. Woo, glory be to God. And so uh, it might not be the easiest on your faith, but it will put a stretch on you and it will get you down the road in your faith development a lot quicker by following the promptings you get. Hallelujah. So God will take every one of us through our own private faith school. He sure will. And I'm not talking about going to church and hearing faith preached. I'm talking about God will deal with us yes. about taking certain steps. Yes. 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 This is why people don't develop as they hear it, but whenever he leads them to do something, they never take the step. Thank you. Thank you. I've had people say, well, I would come to your church, but it's a 40-minute drive for me. And your point? So the, the gas money is more important than developing your faith. I'm telling you, one of these sermons will get you enough faith to develop, to pay for your gas for the rest of the year. You, you won't develop in faith without obeying those promptings. Woo, glory be to God. I feel mean on unbelief right now. So he's... Um, it's not, he's not going to do what's always the most convenient, the easiest on your flesh. He's going to do what's best for your faith. Amen. So um, don't draw back from the routes he tells you to take. This is a big issue with many, many people. Many, many people. Whenever he deals with them, they draw back thinking certain things are important. And uh, more important than the way he's leading them. Luke uh, 16, verse number, I, don't, I got the reference here somewhere. It talks about that which is highly esteemed among men is abomination with God. 
what he's saying is God has a different thing. God is 1615, Luke 1650. God is valuing, diff God's value system is different than man's. Oh, yes. What they think yes. important is, is most important in a situation may not be the yep. most important thing at all. Yep. I remember, um, praise the Lord. I remember back whenever I was working a job in Tulsa. I had finished school, Rainbow Bible Training Center, but I'm working a job and going to prayer. God had dealt with me to go to prayer. Mostly he dealt with me about healing school, but when I got a chance, I went to prayer school anyhow. So, but he really dealt with me about healing school. So, um, and be in there as much as I could. And then I, as I was there and helping out, I got it in my heart real strong to be there more. And I said, Lord, what do I do? He said, well, pull. I had a job where I could work. I worked commission. I could work as much as I wanted or little, little as I wanted. And, you know, it was a matter of just, the I wouldn't make any commission if I wasn't working. So I could kind of, it was my, kind of my choice. Yeah. To a degree, it's my choice. Um, so he said, pull back and don't work as much. Well, I'm like, <laughs> okay. Um, I'm like, and for a while, I'm, I'm standing at the top of the Empire State Building going, uh, how? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I just can't do that. Anybody know what I mean? You really can. You just won't. That's what he But finally, he said, um, I, I said, Lord, you're dealing with me to pull back. And I, and I started pulling back my job, giving more time to healing school. And uh, it was funny without doing that in faith, because I really wasn't doing it in faith. Uh -huh. I was just doing it out of obedience. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't have any confidence that I was going to really stay afloat financially. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you know what I mean or not. Yes. I wasn't saying I was going to have all my needs are met or anything. I'm just, I'm still carnal. I'm still a young Christian, really. I know I went through two years of school, but it doesn't mean you know anything. You might have a head full of knowledge. But no experience. Don't look at me like that. Spirit of faith has got to get some experience too. You got to step out of the boat and get out. So I said, I just, I just, this is all new to me, but I'm not really doing it in faith. And finally, I mean, the finances are dwindling and, and you know, bills are getting late and stuff. And I'm saying, Lord, I, I said, uh, I, I, how, what, you know, the, when I'm pulling back and there's not as much finances come in. He said, and I'm seeking God about yeah. what to do. Yes, sir. And he said, I told you, you, I would bless what you put your hand to. Yes. I'm like, I know you're telling me not to put my hand to this. Though. See, my mind wasn't renewed yet. I'm like, what do I do? I, I, you're telling me to give, uh, they're not paying me over here at healing school. He said, I said to you, I'd bless what you put your hand to. I said, and I couldn't understand. I said, you're telling me not to put my hand to it, but you'd bless what I, I said. What? He said, what am I telling you to put, my hand, put your hand to? I said, healing school. He said, believe me for income through healing school. See, I wasn't there for money. So he had to get that through my thinking that he would bless what I would put my hand to. So I said, oh. Do you mean believe to put, put you on put they put me on salary? He said, no. Believe me, what is income? He said, break the word down. Income. In other words, put it the other way, come in. Okay, it's when money comes in. Believe me for money to come in through healing school. Oh. So I just released, Pastor Debbie and I released our faith. 
And it got to the point that people started, and nobody said anything, but it was as if somebody, you've heard me say this, it was as if somebody stood up and made an announcement. You know, the Everleys, they're here all the time, and they're, they're uh, giving of their time, and they're not working as much. Maybe you ought to consider blessing them financially. Nobody said that, but it was as if somebody had. Really, God started talking to people. And uh, people just started walking up to her, just wanted to bless you. Just wanted to bless you. And like I said, it got to them. This is back in the 90s, you got to realize. That's different than today. It's 30 years ago, probably. Um, He said, uh, it got to the place that if we didn't have at least $500 come in that week, we'd look at one one another and wonder what happened. I'm talking about coming in from healing school. Praise God. Well, back then, an extra $2,000 helped out uh, per month. You know what I'm talking about? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, uh, he was doing what was best for my faith. He was doing, listen to me. It didn't look like it was best for me financially, but it was best for my faith. Why? Because as soon as we were done serving there, the Lord sent us on a traveling ministry. No promise of anything. Yeah. Okay. We're just out there by faith. Yes. Yeah. 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 I remember the first time we went out to preach on the road. Now, I don't, you, know, you might think this is making this up or trying to be falsely humble or something, but I'm just telling you the truth. First church we ever were invited to, we were up in Joliet, Illinois. Had a wonderful series of meetings. And at the end, he handed me a check for, I think it was $600 or something. Um, and he said, just wanted to bless you for coming. And I'm like, oh, I get paid for this too. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Yeah. Well, we had, we had to learn to trust God. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. You know, people that never live with, without a promise of a paycheck, hey, come on now. they ought to experience it for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't too much shouting on that, was it? <laughs> Praise the Lord. I didn't receive a salary here for, what, 10 years? I mean, uh, not a salary, uh, an increase of the salary for, I think, 10 years. I just kept telling I'd just rather develop my faith. Yeah. Yeah. To me, that's more important. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I'm living better that way. So good. Yes, sir. We did accept an increase this year because yeah, the Lord told me to. He got yes. on to him. He said, your wife's not in agreement with you. Okay. Oh. Well. Anyway. Yes, sir. Pay attention. <laughs> Glad you came this morning. Yes, sir. Why did that, why was that important? Because he was in healing school, learning to use my faith. It's because where I was going, I needed to learn to trust him as my source whenever no promise from anybody. No promise from anybody. And we got to, we traveled for a couple of years and got back to Pennsylvania. We went to visit my great, was it my great grandmother? And she was in a retirement home. She said, so what are you doing? Grandma, she's the sweetest thing. What are you doing? I said, well, we travel all over and preach in churches. And she said, you mean, they, do they pay you? And I said, well, we just trust the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Oh, you're living by faith. Yeah. <laughs> I told, we walked out and I told dad, I should have said, and you're not? Come on, somebody. Yeah. I'm not telling you to quit your job. I'm telling you to do what he tells you to do. Yeah. Do what he tells you to do. Because he's got your best. Listen, you got to believe that he's got your best interest at heart. And if, he, if it's, a, it's, a, it's a little rough on the flesh for a while, I'm talking to somebody. I'm talking to somebody. 
just know this is turning out for my good. You just hide, just hide and watch. Just hide and watch. Yes. Now, here's a little side, little, another side to this. Boy, I'm just now getting started. You know, I've gotten off page one of my notes. And I got about seven. I had the Lord tell me because I, I, I developed an opinion back a number of years ago that my wife spends too much money. Do you see all the husbands look down? They all look down. So I started fussing with her about it. You've never done that. I know, but I just, I started fussing with her about it. You know, you don't have to spend that. Well, it was creating strife. I went to the Lord about it. I said, Lord, this woman, you got to deal with this woman. She's not listening to me. He said, stop. He told me, he said, stop fussing about it with her. I said, stop fussing her about, about it with her. Mm-hmm. He said, yeah, at least your faith will work. Praise God. Oh, I went, oof. Yeah. It just felt like the wind went out on me. Just let me deal with her. And she'll operate on the level of her faith. And if she's got faith for it, don't you shut her down. Boy, you heard all the husbands went, I wish I hadn't come this morning. I wish I hadn't. <laughs> I wish she hadn't heard that. I'm telling you what. She had faith for things I didn't have faith for. It's just funny. Just money just comes to her for it. She got so, she had so many clothes. I'm saying, honey, you need to give away some of these clothes. Sell them or something. I said, give them away. I said, wait a minute. Don't give them away. Don't give them away. Don't give them away. That, you'll take over. You'll get a harvest and you'll take over the rest of my closet. And, I, and I'm over in my bedroom going, Lord, where are my suits? You know, her closet's full and my got four suits. He said, because she's got faith, she develops it, she gives, she sows. And you don't even think about sowing anything. Boy, I'm telling you, he's, he's worked me over a few times. Anyway, I'll get off of that. Now, I know, listen to me, listen to me. I know that people can get in the flesh and spend too much, right? But see, if, you, if a person's doing it within their measure of faith, don't fuss with them about it. They'll get you into something you ain't in. There's another side of just people that don't control their fleshly appetites. Ring up credit cards. Amen. We got an agreement about this that we have to pay the credit card off every month. If you don't have faith to do that, then you're out beyond your faith buying clothes. Or whatever, buying whatever. Amen. I thought I'd put that in there. Save save a lot of discussion this afternoon. (laughs) First, uh, Psalm 103.7. He made known his ways unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel. Amen made known his ways. Moses got to know God better and learned to know his ways. Israel just knew what he did. But Moses got to know the way he does things. You'll work a lot better with God 
if you'll know and walk in agreement with the way he does things. Yes. He does things according to your faith. Yes, he does. And listen, if he's leading you to do something, he knows you've got the faith for it. Yeah. Now, your head might say, oh, no, I don't. But he knows you do. He will not lead you into something you don't have the faith for. Because that'd be leading you into failure. Amen. So if you learn his ways, you won't kick as much against his dealings. <laughs> his thoughts are higher than your thoughts. I know an individual who um, God led them. They had nothing. They had, I mean, the whole time I knew them, they had never driven anything but pretty much a jalopy. And you know what a jalopy is. And uh, God led them to buy this really nice vehicle. I mean, really nice. You know, my head was going, I don't know about that, Lord. I just kept my mouth shut. Yeah. Yeah. And the Lord dealt with me. He said, I'm working something in them. He said, don't say anything to them. He said, I'm working something in them to encourage them about my, how good I am. Because where they're going, they're going to have to learn how to do this. Praise God. Praise God. So I just stood back and watched and watched God work some miracles on their behalf. Hallelujah. Now, that doesn't mean he's leading you to just buy something. But see, a lot of these things are God. It's not just about the thing. It's about what he's working in them. He's doing something in them. It'll do you a lot of good to let God direct you into some nicer things. Well, I'll tell you, just an interesting atmosphere in the room this morning. But praise the Lord. Now, Jesus in the garden said, Lord, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thy, thy will be done. Not as, but as thine be done. Amen. His natural man would rather have gone a different way. Isn't that right? He's, he's looking, <laughs> is there another way here, God? In other words, he wasn't jumping up and down about going to the cross. His flesh about going to the cross. Am I preaching all right? So, um, uh, it's taking, God is taking different things into consideration. God is taking the plan of redemption into consideration here. And there was no other way but him to shed his blood. Now, God's not asking you to shed your blood. That was his, God's plan for him. That's not his plan for you to redeem all mankind. But I'm talking about he had to fulfill the plan for his life. And that's more important to God than what your flesh likes. And that's going to be true about you and I. The plan, fulfilling the plan is more important than what our fle- what's convenient for our flesh. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Amen. 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 Jesus had to learn just like we have to learn. Yeah. Yes. Hebrews talks about he learned obedience yes. through the things that he suffered. Yeah. He never disobeyed, but he did have to learn to obey. Yeah. In other words, God would deal with him. He'd obey and then he'd see the results, and he said, I learned something. Yeah. 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 He never disobeyed. Right. He never sinned. Right. 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 But he did have to learn. Obe- Hebrews yeah. said he had to learn obedience. Yeah. Yeah. And some of the things that he had to learn, yeah. there was some suffering. Oh, my, my. Is that a curse word in church? Suffering? Yeah. Oh, We're a faith church. We don't believe in suffering. You better believe in your flesh being crucified. Yeah. You better believe in your flesh being crucified. Or you'll ever never really amount to much in faith. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now let's bring that one down home because people saw, they hear, that's a 30,000 foot view. Let's bring it down home. 
believe God for a job, get it. Woo, love this, praise the Lord. And yet the boss is just mean and nasty. Well, bless God, I'm just going to believe God for another job. Wait a minute, honey. Don't skate too fast here. You believe God for that? Yep. But the devil, the devil's operating. Through. Well, learn. You, you got a wonderful opportunity to learn to walk in love. Yes. Wonderful opportunity to learn yes. to believe God for favor. Yes. Right. Amen. Even Amen. when somebody's mean and nasty. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Come on. Absolutely. I didn't hear much shouting on this side. Is that okay? Brother Hagin said he was, <laughs> they were having a testimony service in one of his churches. He said people were thanking God for different things God had done. And he said, before we go, he said, I want to thank God. I want to thank God for sister so-and-so. Sister so-and-so was a pain in his neck. He said, she just helped me so much learn to walk in love. <laughs> said it publicly. Wow. <laughs> I wish he'd quit. Well, I'm about to quit, so... Praise the Lord. So what does this mean? I'm going to do things in such a way that you learn faith. Number one, he'll put a stretch on your faith. Yes, yes. Number two, he'll not tell you everything up front. He'll just, you'll just have to trust him. He'll just give you enough information to take the next step. Well, I'm telling you, when you're doing that, and you, well, well, where am I going? Where am I going to go? Where, where, if I do that, where am I going to end up? He's not going to tell you everything. He's going, he's, going to, he's going to expect you to trust him and take, what you, take the step and do what you, he knows he already told you to do. Praise the Lord. You continue to trust him. He'll show you the rest. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Now, the, another thing it means is, is that uh, he'll do things in such a way and lead you in such a way uh, uh, that... Uh, he teaches you faith. Let me say this. When Jesus ministered healing to people, he ministered in various different ways. The centurion picked the highest way because that would best teach him faith. I already went over that one. Excuse me. So then, then let's look at this before we go. How does this apply to finances? How does this apply to finances? How much money? I've said this and I'm going to say just a couple more things about it. We'll close. The cost is not the main issue. The plan is the main issue. Amen. Whether it's going to pay as much as you were being paid is not the issue. Well, I don't believe in decreasing. I don't either. And neither does God. So why, not, why are you going to accept decrease? Well, I'm getting paid less. So I guess I'm just going to not get to have as much money. Who said? The salary, the salary plus obedience will keep you, will keep you, will keep you up there. So don't say, well, I'm not, I, that's not the leading of God because the pay's not what I need. Did he say do it? That's how you determine the leading of God, not money. Money's making your decisions. And as long as money's making your decisions, you're going to obey something other than the plan. So at some point in your life, you're going to obey something other than the plan. Right. That's right. That's right. Because money's talking to you. Yes. Amen. On the other side, he's not going to always lead you to get the cheapest either. 
Amen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm Mashiach. Pasakia, Bandragechte, Bandragaye, Banzagie, Kekapaya. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Praise, 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 praise. Praise, 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 praise. Praise God. Hallelujah. God can have you deal, do something, take a step, and it looks like you took a salary cut or whatever. And within two months, you're doing better than you were before. Glory to God. Glory to God. That's for you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise God. There's a person came on staff with us a number of years ago, and it was quite a, a salary cut. Not because we're cheap, because of the, of the, the uh, going salaries in that where they were working. Amen. And God started blessing them in, in other ways. They're way beyond where they used to be. We got to get our eyes on the, off the natural, get our eyes on God. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Amen. When it comes to the way God, pro this is divine prosperity now. The way God prospers us, it's not safe to develop and grow financially without developing and growing in faith. You know why? Because you can get into something that you can't stay there. Faith means you can stay there. If you're operating on one level because of faith, then, then you do something God tells you to do and has a pay cut, then you can stay there. Salary plus what faith brings in. That's the way we've been operating for years. If we were living on our salary right now, we'd be... <laughs> sell some stuff, get rid of... Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Praise God. Now, generally speaking, you know, the amount of responsibility your job has determines what kind of pay a person gets. But if God tells you to do something, I don't know who God's talking to. I know some God's talking to, but I don't know who else. If God tells you to do something and, and, and it doesn't look like it's going to pay, I'm not talking about you're, you're, you have a victim mentality and you think you ought to never be paid. We've got people dealing with that too. But I'm talking about if God tells you to do something. Are you hearing me? Yes. You can work at McDonald's yeah. and make more than the manager or make That's more right. than some other. Absolutely. I'm not, generally, yes. people pay according to yes. responsibility. And if you're a yes. checkout guy at the McDonald's, you're going to get paid yes. less than the manager. Right. Yeah. Yes, sir. That's just the way it is in the natural. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But if God told you to do it. Oh, you can, listen, you can release your faith. You can release your faith. And you don't have to go down. Amen. Would you get anything out of that today? 
Thank you, Lord Jesus. I sense there's more to this. I sense there's more to this. But let him develop you. Let him develop you. Take these steps. I'm not, take, I'm not saying it's always a pay cut. Don't misunderstand me. But take whatever steps he's telling you to do. It'd be better for you to develop in faith yeah. than it would be for you to be where you, most your flesh likes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. I used to tell my flesh, you know, you just come along for the ride. You'll like where we end up. Yeah. I'm not going to listen to you. You're going to be screaming here for a little bit, but I'm not going to listen to you. You just come along for the ride. And you're going to like where we end up. And the flesh usually will fight you the whole time. And then when it arrives, it's like, I'm so glad we did this. Like, you old fickle thing, you. Just stand up with me. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Can you see what's important to God? Might be not what's necessarily on the top of your list most important. <laughs> Hallelujah. Here's something. He'll do what's best for your faith. He won't, he won't develop you. or That's not the right word. He won't um, yeah. lead you into things too quickly beyond where you are in faith. Yeah. Yeah. God told Israel, he said, I'm not going to drive out the Canaanites, you know, all, you know, all at once. He said, because then the uh, wild beasts would take over the land. And everything would grow up and everything would overcome with all the weeds and vines and you know, the, how many ever notice if you stop doing stuff in your yard, uh, the woods starts taking over the yard. You right, know? <laughs> right. That's right. He said, you can't patrol, you can't even patrol all that right now. So I'm going to let them have it for a while yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and keep it and put and repair it and fix it up, yeah. put That's new right. stuff on That's it. Right. Yeah. Amen. Put Amen. a new paint job on it come on. until you come along and got the faith to receive it. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. This is going to be one you're going to have to go back to. Just, Lord, my, my heart, my heart, my flesh didn't like it, but my heart's loving something here. <laughs> Praise God. Father, thank you today. Thank you today for what you're doing in our lives. Thank you today. Thank you, Father. You're working a work in all of our lives, developing us for where you're taking us. Hallelujah. We've learned so much. We are learning so much. And Father, we, we look forward to what's ahead. Father, we don't just pray, uh, Lord, show us what you want us to do. But Father, we pray, prepare us for where we're going. Prepare us. We're willing to let you do the work in us of preparing us for where we're going. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father God. We're, we're, not, we're learning not to kick against your leadings because we know you have our best interests at heart and you're getting us somewhere. And you're getting us ready. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. The Lord said to me a while back, he said, you can go back in back. I said years ago, the Lord said, back out of certain ministry because you aren't ready for it. All hell was breaking loose. He said, more recent days, he said, you can go back in there now. So uh, I said, Lord, show me how to do that now. And he said, uh, and I was really praying on showing me how to get into it. And he said, uh, don't just pray about, pray about that. He said, pray about prepare me for what will come against it. Because the devil's not going to celebrate this time either. You know, amen. So that should be a part of your prayer life. Prepare me for what God has prepared for me. Say that to the Lord as you pray. Prepare me for what you prepared for me. 
Amen. And he'll start taking your routes that seem like, why am I going this way? He's, he's, he's honoring what you're asking. <laughs> he's getting you ready. Getting you ready. Praise the Lord. Getting us ready. Hallelujah. God is a big preparer. I found that out. He gets us ready. Thank you, Father. We rejoice. Say it out loud. I receive the word this morning. With all humility, with all teachableness, and I thank you for where I'm going, Father. Hallelujah. And I will fulfill all your plan. Hallelujah. Say it like you mean it. I will fulfill all your plan. And I'll stand before you one day, and I'll hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant. You finished the course. You kept the faith. And you finished the race. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Hallelujah. So, Father, prepare me. Say it to him, Father, prepare me for what is ahead, for what you prepared for me to do. I pray that in Jesus' name. And I won't kick against the way you lead me. In the name of Jesus, amen. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, just making that little adjustment can start making things speed up and the progress we make speed up. If you know what I mean? This is a big issue. Some people, they don't take the steps God leads them, so it's, things are grinding. Things are slow. But let's speed some things up. What do you say? Amen.